Mala! Yuck Mala! Welcome back, my friends, to the Cult Film Showdown. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and I am happy to be with you, and I am also rather pleased to be joined by my friends, and I have James Cotta. I am thrilled to be back for uh, for this season. This is this is our wheelhouse this season. It is very very true. It is our wheelhouse, and uh, and you know driving along the road, of course, of course, we picked up a straggler, Jack Hall. Howdy, howdy. And I am happy Yuck Mullet to you. And I, yeah, well, I mean that's that's like our Christmas. Oh, Yuck and Mullet. did you light your candle? Yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> and now, you know, the, the gloriousness of of the internet has brought us Nick Boxer from another undisclosed location. Nick Boxer. This is telling you taste is I I'm kinda lost. Can you tell me where I am now? Huh? <laughs> I I I suspect a mine. <laughs> 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 what? I, I, I uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm lost. You're lost. Well, wherever I'm you're lost, uh, your reception sucks. I hope so. Yeah. You found Brad. Uh, well, I think he was here, but I I, I can't say for sure anymore. He's a misleading fellow. Well, normally at this point we would uh, kick to uh, Nick giving us the, the 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 rundown of the movie, telling us what it's about. But anybody else feel like taking pity on him this week since <laughs> since he's stuck in a cave? Well, well, we do since have he's to, in a mine shaft somewhere. We, we do it for him. <laughs> we do have to to tell people that this is season sixteen of the cult film showdown cannon fodder where we talk about uh, lovely cannon movies and all the goodness that they bring and the wheelhouse that they uh, that they put us in and today's movie is the barbarians from the barbarian brothers so who would like to speak about that it's not me <laughs> i don't think the barbarian brothers uh did, you say from them I, I think they just acted i don't believe they did anything else I'm I'm going to debate that they acted. Yes, I was uh, going to yeah. say that. Like that, it's it's from them in that in that like it feels like this movie wouldn't exist without them. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and uh, try to off the cuff do uh do a summary here. Uh, oh, nice, nice. So okay. uh, so it's it, this film this film opens up with a group of circus folk, uh, who are going across the largest field in the history of fields, and then they are attacked by riders. Um, when they're not supposed to be, uh, this will never be important later. Uh, and uh, in the circus folk, there's a young girl and there's uh, two, two twin boys. Uh, and there's uh, the queen of their group um, or of some vaguely defined uh, group of people that's bigger than this, but it's never entirely clear either. And uh, they all get captured. And then the uh, two barbarian, uh, the two twins grow up to be barbarians. They're just referred to as barbarians. They are uh, the, the performed by uh, Peter Paul and David Paul, uh, twin brothers. And Mary. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure that there's a Mary in there too. Uh, and uh, I didn't get that, the Peter and Paul. Uh, the 
Neither did I until you said it right now. Now we have (laughs) That was was off the cuff. Best part of the movie right there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) uh, They are are separated uh, and uh, and – uh, raised to uh, to fight each other, and then they finally fight each other, and quickly realize that they are twins. Uh, and uh, then they escape. Then they try to overthrow the evil guy who is still holding the queen uh, captive. Uh, other things happen that are not really important to the plot, except there's lots of fighting. Uh, and then the queen dies, and uh, they uh, defeat the bad guy. And uh, then the girl who from the original part of the film comes back near the end uh, or reveals herself at the end that she's been around the whole time and she becomes the new queen. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I still don't know what happened. So there's a dragon. That's pretty much it. Sure. There is. Sure. There is. That's 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 what we'll call it. I, I know. Did the Barbarian Brothers, didn't they do another movie that was like them babysitting a kid? Twin sitters. Twin Sitters is that a canon film? Because I think that would have done better. It it's it's an interesting thing because like when you think about the Barbarian Brothers, this this feels like kind of like the reason that the Barbarian Brothers existed. But then they went on and did like Twin Sitters and Double Trouble, where you know they're the Barbarian Brothers, but they're not in a barbarian setting. I mean, I enjoyed this, but it, it's it's. Uh... Anything and anything would be, but coming off of Hard Rock Zombies, <laughs> it just didn't feel very crazy. We still have some uh, some hangover from uh, Hard Rock Zombies. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Were they now? Were they called the Barbarian Brothers before this movie? I don't think so, because I've I've only ever heard them referred to as the Barbarian Brothers, but I actually yeah. don't. I I uh, thought they were professional wrestlers, but apparently they were just you know like. Bodybuilders, yeah, just bodybuilders, yeah. I, the, they, the thing I, huge. the thing I know them from is that they, uh, they shot film, uh, they shot scenes for Natural Born Killers, that's uh, right. That were not actually used in the film. They show up on the, the uh, deleted scenes on on the discs. Um, so that's actually the only thing I knew them from prior to this. But they were they make a they make an impression. Uh, <laughs> so here you go. You here. gotta see Twin Sitters. <laughs> so this will tell you this will give you the answer there jack in dc cab peter paul was buddy right. and credited as peter barbarian so oh, i forgot i forgot yeah he was in that yeah 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 god that's a terrible movie <laughs> not in a good way <laughs> the thing that struck me about the barbarians is that other than the moments where the Barbarian Brothers are being silly and and have their shtick, it's a really just consistent sword and sorcery movie. Man, I want to talk DC Cab now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a decent movie. Uh, You know, here's the thing. I think that they thought they were in a different movie than everybody else in the cast, except for the female lead. Those three seemed to get that it wasn't very serious, and everybody else treated it completely serious. <laughs> like, they were serious as a heart attack. And then they, these people, they were playing it for laughs and just having a good time with it, the Barbarian Brothers and the female lead. And, uh, you know, and they're very likable, I have to say. Like, they're very likable guys. Um, you know, it's not trying to be Conan because it's far because it is having fun with it. It's not really a par- a parody though. It's just kind of like a uh, a not serious take. Uh, 
on, you know, I mean, with, with twice, with twice as many muscles and not serious take on, on your average sword and sorcery movie. I, I wish that, uh, that Richard Lynch had had more fun. Like this is, this is his wheelhouse. You know, the, the bad guy from the, like the, like the evil bad guy who gets a chance to, uh, you know, really should chew up scenery. A great can, uh, canon bad guy, too. Inv- Invasion USA being his most famous, um, or most well-known famous. It's kind of a, <laughs> this is a stretch in these situations, but his most well-known role. <laughs> uh, yeah, he chewed scenery more than that. He chewed scenery more than that did yeah. this. And that, that is a shame. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's so it's got these weird tonal shifts when the Barbarian Brothers aren't in it. And it takes them forever before they actually show up on screen. But once they do, it's a fun uh, yeah. movie. It's not like you yeah, know. it is. It is uh, 21 minutes, so it's a quarter of the film wow. uh, before uh, they actually. Because I mean, the characters are introduced, obviously, but uh, but they're not. The Barbarian Brothers aren't on screen until 21 minutes in. Yeah, they're kids before that, but yeah, you know. Then when the first time they're on screen and they're talking to each other, and he goes, "I'm your brother, Bonehead." I went, "I'm going to enjoy it from here." Yeah. <laughs> It is it is a bit over serious in uh, in you know outside of them though. Yeah, uh, Except for uh, Michael Berryman as Dirt Master. Oh my God, Michael Berryman! I, Hills Have Eyes, I think, would be his most famous role. I actually never remember the actor's name. Yeah. Um, but the most he is, recognizable. He is a, like... Yeah, he is a master of understated performance. That guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was I was surprised he wasn't in it more. Oh, it's such a shame that he wasn't because, I mean, any time he was on the screen and it was like half, half like yelling, half yodeling, half like talking. I don't even know what the hell he was doing, but it was just, well, it was crazy. I don't know if he wasn't supposed to be verbal or, but I feel like he has lines what's, though. What's his character name? Dirtmaster? Dirtmaster, yes. Dirtmaster yeah. is what he's credited as, yeah. Oh, what a hey, great... He had a cool horn on his forehead. Oh my God, the 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 rhino horn on his forehead. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> that for no reason. Oh yeah, no, I mean you can't get a, like a more like I don't have a penis thing <laughs> to put on your face <laughs> than that thing. <laughs> it was just scrapped there for no reason. And it's like, well, I, it was. It was a design choice. And that's the thing, right? Because nobody could remember remember Michael Berryman's name. Then then it's just like in my notes, it's just like, oh, horn guy. You know, I'll, I'll remember that. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll never forget that horn. Yeah. No, I, you know, I knew with this movie, as soon as I saw, like, the first credit, Dirt Master, I was there like, yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Although I have to say, as a kid, I remember this having like way more nudity. Like Andy. I was really <laughs> disappointed. No, I actually thought there are a couple breaths. Like the beginning, of the, for most of the movie, I thought it was PG thirteen, and then there was gratuitous nudity for no reason. And I was like, so I don't know what they were going for. Like I say, <laughs> and they, you know, but uh, there are a lot of sword and sorcery movies have a lot more nudity than this one. That that genre is usually great for that. I think I blinked and missed the nudity. Yeah, I think I must have as well. But, it's so. just like a it's like a woman in the background of a shot or something, right? Like it's not a the horror tent. Yeah, yeah, that's where I 
thought there's oh a yeah, few, yeah that's there's right. a few yeah, women the, in there yeah in the, in the harem yeah in the yeah. harem there's, there's and that's the one thing i i did see i can mention you know i did see a lot more barbarian ass cheek than i was really looking for <laughs> <laughs> they were in this movie they're uh yeah, personal they're, they're, they're dressed for the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy movie too because also because it's directed by Ruggiero Diodato, and uh, I mean this is nothing like Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I think thematically, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I do like that. Uh, really, a spiritual successor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think he was arrested for this one. I feel like. It, I feel like they were trying to build a bit of different personality between the two brothers, uh, despite me never remembering their names, even while I was watching the movie, uh, the character, the characters' names. Oh yeah, like <laughs> Kutch Kuchik and Gore. Like there's and Kat, there's Candid. Uh, yeah, no yeah, freaking way. Kutchek and Gore. Yeah, uh, the uh, but they tried. To, they added in some personality stuff, which was funny, and it would have worked had they been you know actors. <laughs> I think really would have been able to nail it. <laughs> the only thing I could think of that really separated the two of them was one of them had that laugh that I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> was the only one of them? I thought they both coming. had the laugh. I think no, just one uh, one of them had the laugh. One of them had the Revenge of the Nerds laugh. Yeah, they. Uh, I th- yeah, I think that was a choice to try to differentiate them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you could have done a scar on one of them and been, <laughs> been there. Like, <laughs> give one give one of them a hat. Like, I think you could have done this a lot simpler. But and, and they also had you know there was a couple of running gags. Uh, one of them was like the one brother's never happy with what he has, and the other guy's always satisfied. Uh, which is oh, which was. Out. It was cute, for sure. It was cute, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, it's, it is a like totally. You're right. It's like it is a very weird movie. It could, you know, could have been PG. These guys could have been like, um, you know, these guys could have been He Man. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's totally, uh, these guys not He Man. They could have been Turner from Turner, Turner and Hooch. <laughs> I mean, that level. <laughs> Maybe Hooch. I think Hooch might be a little bit better actor. Oh, but right, okay. a little more realistic. <laughs> To tell you the truth, I don't know who is Turner and who is Hooch and Turner. Tom Hanks was Turner, and I do not think that comparing the Barbarian Brothers <laughs> to Tom Hanks is a strong. Oh come on, let's do it. Let's do it because we'll suggest that they are on par with Tom Hanks. <laughs> well, obviously, but uh... just as beloved. <laughs> um, let's see if we can get them on because, I've, because well, one of them passed them. away i think uh a, a year or two just ago. a year or two ago yeah yeah, yeah one of them unfortunately uh, did but if we so, get the other one on so i have uh i have i have a couple of questions before we get to <laughs> oh well, i also do i have a question you, uh, you usually have a question uh so uh near the end uh uh, we we finally get the reveal that uh, that the woman who's been hanging around them the whole time is uh, Kara, the the missing um, person from their tribe. At what point do they fig do the barbarians figure out I, that she's Kara? It's only one of them that actually figures it out, which is the I, I'd say the smart one, but I don't know which one that is. <laughs> Grading on a curve there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and I think he did it like immediately, like he recognized her when she was just a miscellaneous raider in the camp. 
Well, no, like he didn't. It didn't because make any sense. They they couldn't have because they weren't sure to let her out of the cage. So I think that, and why was she in the cage? I, I, I guess I it, and it's Definitely fine. It, I I don't need to know that. But uh, but ultimately, I think it. It must have been like as they were traveling because they did he they trusted her a lot and and there was a point where where I think they allowed that trust to guide them down a path that that maybe if you didn't realize it I don't know it's it's somewhere in the in the middle <laughs> <laughs> I think he most accurately said it when he summed it up with uh, I don't know or I or, think that's... <laughs> or I don't need to know. I think that's, that's you don't it. Need I don't know. need to know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure nobody saw that coming, though. What a reveal that hasn't been in every other movie ever. <laughs> what What is hilarious is that there are only like four women with lines in this whole movie. Um, one of them's the queen. One of them's like the evil um, sorceress. Um, and uh, at one point, like they're in this bar, and there's this big thing going on, and they make a big deal about this dancer who's in the who's in the bar, like uh, doing a show. And for about two minutes, I'm like, maybe she's Kara. <laughs> <laughs> is that where this is going? No, it was not. Like that. No. That's that no. scene. That scene. It could be, could be completely removed from the film. It changes nothing. Oh yeah, I just I love the <laughs> fact that they they needed weapons to to storm uh, the bad guy's lair. They didn't get them, and so then they just did anyways. <laughs> well, this brings up sort of a problem I had with the movie. They don't accomplish anything they set out to. They go to get weapons. They storm the Herald. They don't get weapons. They storm the Herald. They don't release the queen from her cage because I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, she's going to cover for them, which lasts about 30 seconds. <laughs> then they have to get special weapons to get the ruby, which they do get, but did they need the weapons to defeat the dragon to get the ruby? No. Uh... And then they don't save the queen and the bad guy just shows up on a dirt road for the end fight, and like you know, you don't get to see like the dirt master do anything. No, is he even at the end? Does he even show up, or does he just disappear halfway through the movie? Well, that's what I seem to remember. Yeah, um, yeah. Re- really, we could have just had Kara find a find a ruby, and thus she's the queen. End of movie. Not a very entertaining movie, but. <laughs> They don't do a hell of a lot successfully in this movie. I don't need to know that. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I'd like to know, what did this film teach you? You know, I don't think, by uh, the way, we ever did that with Hard Rock Zombies. Boy, I would have been curious. But what did well, this well, film teach you? We do the 10th anniversary of, of Hard Rock Zombies. Uh, I learned that dragons are hollow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They 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 cut open a dragon and then they walk in and the dragon is uh, is essentially hollow, uh, like cartoonishly so, um, like uh, like a Pinocchio uh, in the uh, in the whale kind of hollow. <laughs> I learned that Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting wasn't that bad. I I learned that even if an actor looks the part, maybe you should make him act. 
rather than just casting right away. I learned oh. that story is largely unnecessary. <laughs> that's, that's the one. That's great. the one they wanted you to learn. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like I, I, it's it's fine. This doesn't really have one. It's it has it has a bunch of elements of stories. I wouldn't say that they were of this story. <laughs> I can't deny any of that. <laughs> I'm ready to go to scoring. Anybody else? I'm good. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. All right. In our search for the ultimate B movie, uh, which of course we're in the epilogue of, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate second B movie. Yes. <laughs> the, the penultimate. The penultimate B movie is what we're searching for now. Uh, we rate each film in five categories, none of which are objective quality. Uh, the first category we call schlock appeal, and we start with Stan. This was fun. It's I, I think I may have enjoyed this more when I was fourteen, but that's okay. Uh, it was it was it still had its moments of fun. Overall, I it, it's it's weird because because it is so like you know oddly out of place story wise because it doesn't have much of a story. So I but I will give it seven just for the fact that the Barbarian Brothers were fun and they brought a lightness to it. Yeah, this is definitely. It's definitely in the realm of schlock. It's not a very entertaining watch, unfortunately. But, you know, sometimes all you need is a great poster to have a lot of schlock appeal. So I'm agreeing with you and going with a seven. Yeah, I got a seven as well, because I, I think that the Barbarian Brothers, like I say, they're two likable blokes, if nothing else. And uh, <laughs> and, and so yeah. just see, what's that? They really are quite likable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're likable blokes. And, and you know, they carried the film for me in that way in that uh, I enjoyed watching them attempt to be do what they attempted to do in this movie. And, uh, you know, it, it had a little bit of schlock, but not too much. But uh, but it is, I, uh, yeah, the appeal is there for me. Right, well, let, let's make it sevens across the board. I think... Uh, I think that, you know, it's a barbarian movie and there are guys that look like barbarians that, you know, that's, uh, like, you know, promises made, promises, uh, kept, uh, I see look like barbarians talk like they're in high school <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more heart than budget. And did you see a budget for this one, Jack? Couldn't find it. Yeah. Couldn't find it. I. Uh, Oh, IMDb says four million. Oh, okay. Which that seems about right. It says, yeah, it says in Wikipedia that that the film was budgeted at two point five million. So whatever that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Yeah, like I yeah. said, I couldn't find it. So somewhere I, between. This is what we usually get when we find that when we look at the budget, <laughs> two different numbers. Yes. So somewhere between two point five and four million. I, this is one of those cases where the sets. There, the sets were big. Like it looked like a barbarian movie. It looked like they wanted to make Conan in that regard. And I think that when it came to the the two thirds of the movie that was acting in a serious barbarian movie, they were doing their job. When it came to the one third of the movie that was acting like it was in a teen comedy in the eighties, they were doing their job too. And 
while those while those didn't it's just necessarily those two jobs shouldn't be done together. Yeah, while those didn't necessarily make sense together, the fact of the matter is, is that I really did think that people were putting it out there. So I've got Nate. Yeah, actually, everyone's good in this. Um, yeah, I I think they were really trying. Um, I can't go quite as high as Stan there, but. I, you know what? I'm going to go with my second seven of this podcast. Uh, I think you guys are being pretty generous on this. I only got a five. Um, you know, I mean, because let's face it. I mean, it's like a total. How much How much heart is in a movie where they go, oh, Conan made money with a bodybuilder. Let's get two of them <laughs> and make it. And that's really. See, that's genius. <laughs> It's genius, but it's not full of heart. Uh, you know, and I suspect that'll come back to bite them also in crazy concept. But I mean, it's just, it's just a standard sword and sorcery B movie. And it doesn't push. I've seen sword and sorcery movies that, that maybe the effects aren't good, but they throw it all out there and there's tons of effects. Um, this one was pretty modest. So I, I only got a five. Uh, I I think that the Barbarian Brothers uh, brought all, most of the heart for this film, um, so I'm I'm gonna go to a seven on this. I think uh, I, th- I think they had fun, and I think if they had, I think if the filmmakers had leaned into that a bit more, like I mean the timing that this movie came out, it was the time that you could have like a Mr. T or uh, you know Chuck Norris was starting to become more family friendly, like. It's, uh, I think that you could have uh, leaned into this and, and made a, you know, kid-friendly movie that would you have worked uh, better. You, you could have, but then again, the Toxic Avenger got a got a Saturday morning cartoon in the eighth. That's true. <laughs> so maybe it weird, doesn't matter. Weird ass stuff. Yeah, yeah, they should have gotten a cartoon out of this if Rambo and Toxic Avenger could. Um, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, what the fuck moments? It's it's um. I, I think it's because of the this like this the serious versus the teen comedy is in itself what the fuck, but it also kind of takes away from what the fuck. I mean, the Michael Berryman every time he shows up on the screen, it's just like <laughs> whoa, what the fuck, dude? But, uh, <laughs> like there, there's. There's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff, you know, like there's earlier in the movie where 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 the um you know, the circus they they trap the barbarian brothers and they're and they're like and they're going to hang them, which which is very funny when they when they attempt to hang them and the guys are just like splitting the ropes with their neck and stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> And then flex and they're free. Yeah, and then they go and show off, or and then they go and look and they're like, "Oh, they have the mark. These are the brothers." And I'm like, "Couldn't you just have, you know, looked for that first when they said who they were?" But that's okay. It's all right. Um, That's just part of those things that I don't need to know. Um, There's the scene where the barbarian brothers wind up kissing each other because they're. they're... They're trying to pull the like we're just making out we're not suspicious at all thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you know, and then you jump to the point where they where they need to get the the weapons, and you've got the creature, the the wolf, 
creature, I'll call it, uh, or whatever it is, and the arms from the ground, which which I think are marvelous. And and then that leads into the magnificent penis dragon, which is hollow. <laughs> I love that dragon. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable because I've never seen a dragon that was basically a tube before with <laughs> with like evil animatronic eyes. This is kind of like it's it's like you know, meet the Feebles animatronic <laughs> horror nightmare for you right there. That's that's the point at which uh, Michael Berryman uh, disappears, by the way. Yes. That, yeah. uh, he, he's he's there when the dragon attacks, but is never seen again. <laughs> and, and then the very end, over the credits, where they play the Ruby doll song, I assume simply because it had the word Ruby in it, and that's what they were chasing most of the time was a Ruby. Because certainly the song's lyrics did not fit with the Barbarians at all. Is that a real song? I assume so. I don't know. I mean, could be. Might Hmm. not be. Even if it was made for the movie, that's worse. If it was made for the movie, that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's it's not super high on it. I'll give it it a 7 because it had a penis monster. Uh, Yeah, 7 for penis monster. Stan, I would... Good modifier. I would like to in- thank you profusely. You left my favorite WTF on the table there. The barbarians get magic weapons. They pick up a giant sword about three quarters throughout the movie, but they do not get a scabbard. So did you? Did anyone else even notice this? That the barbarian who got the sword had to hold the sword upright throughout the entire movie because he couldn't <laughs> tuck it into his belt. He couldn't put it on his back. He just walks with his arms straight forward, holding the sword straight up for the last 35 minutes of this movie. At least you know that he could. My, my, <laughs> my wife did uh, did comment on the on the weirdness of him just constantly walking around with that sword. She's like, it's bigger than him. Why does, why is he, what's he doing with that? I also have to admit, I was kind of distracted in the, watching this movie. I spent an inordinate amount of time after the queen in the gilded cage in the harem was introduced, wondering what the bathroom situation is. <laughs> because, she, you know, she's in a golden cage. She's got, like, nice couches and stuff, I guess, and pillows and like that. But she's locked in there. None of the harem girls seem to be able to get her out or anything like that. Otherwise, she would have escaped with them. But we can see the whole cage. I did not see, like, a chamber pot or anything like that. And I spent way lots of time, probably way more than I should have, just thinking, like, yeah, I think they come in shifts, you know, <laughs> give a little break. Or I, I kind of found that kind of distracting. But that's just me. Uh, I guess I should score the WTF. Yeah, the weirdness of a lot of what we're talking about here. It's weird. And just if you, they thought about it. So, oh, I can't go super high, but I don't want to go really low. You know what? I'm going to go with an eight. You know, you guys, the, the WTFs, you guys have pointed out a lot of them. Because I came into this going, it didn't have a lot of WTFs. It just was a pretty standard movie. I mean, other than the horn. 
and boy, that horn. And, and of course, the hollow dragon. Nothing really made an impression on me, but uh, you guys have certainly pointed out some, some more. I think that it's not chock full of, of WTFs. It doesn't have, like, all the WTFs, like our last film. <laughs> but it does have the, – the ones that are there are pretty solid. So let's give it a six. I – I, I think there was quite a bit more in here than uh, than it's uh, it's getting credit for. Uh, I'm going to start I'm going to start with what was going to be my question before we got to uh, to scoring here, but uh, uh, we jumped in. Uh, how long a timeline does this film take place over? Oh, oh about four wow. hours. <laughs> oh no, no, because I mean, when because you look at the start, they're, they're young, ten year old kids. They're like ten year old oh. kids when they're captured. I thought you meant and, from the point where the actual Barbarian Brothers show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like 10-year-old kids. The queen gets captured. The tribe gets like whatever happens to them. Kara leaves. Um, the twins are, are separated. And it's the, the our, our narrator tells us that it's been long enough they forget they even had a brother uh, when they're actually fighting each other. And then they're full-grown. Um, when they fight each other. So I'm guessing 15 years, no one else ages. Besides <laughs> no, 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 you do no get the time. sense that Michael Berryman would not have survived that period. <laughs> like, absolutely no one ages though. Like besides those three characters, everyone's even, everyone's wearing the same clothes they were when they were captured. The, oh, and the queen, how, how, the queen and the bad guy talk as if it's been like a couple of days that she's been there. Cause he's like, Hey, are you ever gonna, you know, put out up and, and, uh, and put out and like, but he must've been doing that for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause you know, he was, he was like, uh, he, was, he only cared about her. He stopped caring about the rest of the harem. <laughs> and that and was it, weird, by the way. I, and and all of those women would have been about twelve when they got into the harem. Apparently, I mean, I don't, <laughs> again, <laughs> I think it's just because none of them could get to him on his throne, which was the <laughs> most inconvenient, Man, but amazing throne ever. Yeah, I was going to put that into my uh, my memorables. Is that the he's he's on a throne that is uh, it's on a pivot on the center, and he's got slaves all around it to hold it balanced, <laughs> which seems, I mean, I'm sure they're slaves, but it still seems like a waste of resources. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you just got to hang around. <laughs> you know. He had to put those resources somewhere because it certainly wasn't into making a sturdy prison. (laughs) (laughs) Or doing anything else. I mean, like, talk about playing the long game when you when you really like think about I need the ruby and I'll wait. Yeah, he never never seemed again like more than at least a decade passes without him ever going to look for it. And you know, again, one of those like you know what would uh, one of those like you know what would uh, would happen if uh, you know these main characters weren't in this story? I guess more years could have passed because at no point <laughs> was he going to go after that ruby without without well, them showing up. His, his long plan was that they would kill each other. <laughs> that was literally his plan. Was like he promised that, that he wouldn't kill them, so he put them in the cages so that they could be raised up. So they could fight each other and kill each other. That was his real plan. 
That's not that's not me parsing. That's his real plan in the film. <laughs> that is, yeah, they, he plays the long game. No question about it. He's playing I, the long game. Actually, now that we're talking about, did we ever establish any powers of the ruby? Like, does yeah. the ruby do anything other than it sort of sticks in a girl's belly button? That was the only thing it was capable of? And shines. It, shines. Does, okay. it shines and then it doesn't shine and then it shines again. Yeah. So exactly. uh, yeah, why did he even want it? And like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the powers of the, I mean, you're supposed to, I guess you get to be ruler over these eight people that live in the woods. Like, I, I the circus folk, you're king of the circus Clearly, folk. why did they want the, they plan to make some slippers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this, uh. Uh, this leads me to my final what the fuck, which is at the end of the film, they get the ruby. Uh, you know, the, the barbarians are fighting the bad guy. They're having their big fight out in the in the in the desert. And uh, Kara gets the, the ruby back to the, the circus folk. And uh, they're going to choose their new queen by trying to stick the gem into the belly button of virgins. And the one it sticks in gets to be queen. Now, I mean, I mean, fairness. This is how they decide the Queen of Luxembourg as well. Um, <laughs> you know what? I got a plastic gem here from a a, a gauntlet that isn't quite complete. I think I'm going to hang out the mall at the mall this summer and you know find a queen. Yeah, exactly. I Audition. Think, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Can I, I stick think, this uh, in your belly button? That will work as a come online. No problem. No, yeah, but I you think, need to establish that they're a virgin. That's right. Ask that first. <laughs> yeah, just start with that. Yeah, start with that as your. Well, it glows if they're a virgin, doesn't it? No. And then, so then the well, no, it sticks in their belly button. You stick. Oh, you try to stick it in, in their belly button. If it doesn't glow and it falls out, well, they can still be a virgin, but they're not the yeah. queen. To be. It's, it's, it's Vagum. That's it's yeah. Vagum. That second point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of got a, got the idea from their looks that that's not what it means. That it, that they might they're probably not a virgin if it fell out. <laughs> and I got to say, these are all like women of marriageable age, and there's only like ten people in the tribe. They're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. even old priest was married in the yeah, exactly <laughs> to a hot uh, woman. So. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm gonna go all the way up to a nine because that is the weirdest way to choose your ruler that I have seen in a film ever. <laughs> <laughs> memorable moments. I'm not gonna say that there's a bunch of memorable moments. I would agree, you know, we, that the throne would be memorable. Um, I know that I saw this a very long time ago, and my takeaway from it back then was, man, those barbarian brothers are fun. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to take that away from this movie. I'm not going to remember the storyline at all. So, so I think uh, maybe the penis monster will show up, but you know, like, but again, those kind of things. That and that's my nightmares. But um, you know, there's not a whole lot in here. So, for Barbarian Brothers, four. Um, yeah, I, I'm giving it a four as well, just on the basis. You know, it'll always be the Barbarian movie, you know, the one with uh, the Barbarian brothers, those two Conan-looking dudes? That should have been a better movie. So, yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, I got the same score. It's it's uh, when, when you say Barbarian brothers, two things come up to me. 
one calling the other one a bonehead and the scene where he goes, I don't like the sword. Give me the axe. I don't like the axe. Give me the sword. I don't know why those stick out to me, but they do. <laughs> but that's the two things that stick out. It's <laughs> not very much. Four. I... Uh... Yeah, I think the the throne and the brothers themselves uh, is all I'll probably carry from this movie. Although, although that gem thing that uh, even only, <laughs> that I mean because well, because, I, because I'm going to have to explain it to the officer when Nick gets caught. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I better retain that. Uh, oh, let's make this fours across the board. Uh, final category is called crazy concept. Yeah, um, these. You know, sword and sorcery is always a little bit of hit and miss because it's it's a well traveled road, and and I think that the there's so many tropes that just show up again and again and again, and this tried to give you all of them without caring whether they actually even worked in the story, which. I think is a crazy concept in and of itself that you could just try to write everything in and who, who gives a damn if it actually makes sense. But, um, that doesn't mean that it's particularly, um, crazy. So I'll give it a three. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, it's not particularly crazy. I'll, I'll give it a slightly higher from you uh, than you, because I, I can't think of too many movies made, on such a basic weird premise of you know they made they made Conan with one barbarian we got two they're twins um twice as much good it's twice yeah um yeah but other than that like crazy concept is pretty thin so yeah for um just out of curiosity did the Barbie twins ever get a movie of some sort the only uh, other famous twins I can think of. Mainstream? I, I, I think... Uh, Non-porno. Uh, yeah, well, Mary-Kate and Ashley did a lot. Yeah, uh, those that was... the other the, famous twins that yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know that their movies would score particularly I, well. <laughs> I, I, think, look, I think a couple of them would do better than this is doing. <laughs> I think there's a chance, yeah. You know, I can't think of the uh, the Barbie I, twins getting a movie. No. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to maybe stay maybe they had a specific film. twins. It's not a lot of lot to choose from. Well, what about the Double Mint twins? What about those two? Huh? I don't think there were any actual twins. They were they were groups of twins that appeared there. All right. I wanted specific twins. Um. What about the Lees? What is it? Uh, I, I think it's the Lee, Jason Lee, and uh, and uh, what's the other one? I have no idea where you're going with Jason that. Lee. Are we just going to talk about Twins now? Is that? Well, he he started he started it. I, I didn't. Yeah, think you know, from the guy from the guy from Mallrats, and then the yeah. other one is his brother that had the better career. And I don't think they're twins though. Like, no, like I, I think they're just twins. In, just into siblings. Uh, yeah. Uh, somebody look that up. I'll bet you nine. I'll bet you nine dollars. <laughs> nine dollars. <laughs> they are twins. There's the uh, Ashmore. Ashmore twins. Ah, there you go. Yeah, they have. I don't think they do anything together. Like they've did some. Uh... <laughs> this has really gone to a Oh boy! Place. Yeah. Okay. And the answer is no. The Barbie twins never did any films. And and the Lee twins are twins. All right, then. 
right. So no, I did not look that up. I'm just, I was hoping you would have looked it up. I've seen that out there out. I, I could only do one fact at a time while you're <laughs> oh, okay. waiting. While I'm waiting for your score. Well, oh, am I supposed to give it a score? Oh, okay. I wouldn't mind Sorry. if you did. <laughs> well, well, let's get back to the topic at hand. Um, crazy concept. Let me see. They saw these guys, they're bodybuilders and they're twins, and they went, I think there's money to be made with these guys. Bodybuilder types are in right now. They're made. They're making money with them and professional wrestling like crazy. They're, you know, the Conan was came out and and uh, it's just. Muscular, big, jacked-up guys is is very marketable right now, and we got two of them. What's the most obvious movie we can cast them in? Oh, why don't we make them barbarians? Cool. One of them's last name is already going by barbarian, and that's the movie. That is not a very crazy concept at all. Like it's it's I you know I'm scoring this film so much less than this is like one of those films that scores less than how much I enjoyed it based on our our scoring system. Mm. Like, I enjoyed this film a lot. I really did. I had fun. But I'm only giving this a three. And and by the way, Jeremy London and Jason that's London a, are the twins. That's, there you go. Jeremy London and Jason London are twins. They are. I they told are. you. That's the true. Lee brothers. That's true. <laughs> the Lee brothers, yeah. That's their barbarian name. All right. I uh, yeah, I, I I'm I'm in the well, how about a let's uh let's not beat this horse. Uh three for me. Three for me as well. Uh and uh yeah, it I mean it wasn't a broad range of scores here. Jackie came in at twenty five um out of fifty, uh Nick and I at uh, thirty, Stan at twenty nine. So not a big range. Uh, this film does uh, stay within the magic number. Uh, is 87 minutes long. Uh, and just let me close all these windows about Jeremy London that I've got open. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that went off the rails there. Uh, <laughs> Why did it ever? <laughs> leaves it at it's it's a it's a middle of the road movie that ends up with a middle of the road score. Uh, 57 out of 100. Uh, which uh, puts it right above Bloodsport, tied with Spellcaster, and right below Dracula AD 1972. And I almost remember some of those movies. (laughs) Did the London Brothers ever star in a movie together? Did you you look that up first before you close them? Oh, I I don't – I mean, let's do – save that for our – our a whole season, our twin, our twins uh, podcast that we're going to do uh, <laughs> only films that we're we're going to do an, a search for the ultimate movie that has twins in it. Oh, it'll be twin sitters. Good. Yeah, 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 it'll be twins. I know it's not twins, so you know, <laughs> we can start there. I know it is not twins. All right. Okay. Close her up, Dan. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, <laughs> Rip off the band-aid. <laughs> the season, um, you know, like, um, oh, the season moves along slowly uh, into the next episode, which is The Adventures of Hercules, Hercules 2 with Lou Ferrigno. And, um... Boy, oh boy, I'm glad he's not a twin. But uh, anyways, um, please, let's do some business. All right. Uh, We are on uh, Patreon. 
Uh, we have a nice Patreon. You can uh, you can support the the work we're doing, searching for the penultimate B movie, uh, and uh, that's uh, under Cult Film, Cult Film Showdown. We're on Instagram at Cult Film Showdown. Uh, we are sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com. That's the home of the Octagon, where you can keep track of our whole uh, archive of. Uh, more than a hundred films now, 120 some films, something like that, uh, that we have talked about on the show. Um, and, uh, uh, they have a Facebook and they have a Twitter and, uh, we're also on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe there as well. Hooray for us. But yes. So join us as we continue to talk about, uh, B movies and score them in hopes that they just, uh, enter the octagon nicely. Uh, so, I'm going to wrap this up for Jim and for Jack and for Nick. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and thanks for listening to the Cult Film Showdown. At the dawn of time, in a world of savage splendor, a tyrant of darkness ravaged the land and captured two defenseless children. Raised as slaves, trained as gladiators. Only together could they defeat the evil warlord. They were rogues. Look at the size of you two. Adventurers. Heroes. They were the barbarians. Fight or run. Run. The internationally renowned bad boys of bodybuilding, Peter and David Paul. Oh, get out of here, he's mine. No, get out. I'm going out. I'm going out. Go ahead. The Barbarians. Feel the power.